reaching Israel and the world. Baruch Hashem, beloved ones, God bless you today. I'm really happy that uh, we're together through television because I'm excited about this journey that we're on in the book of Colossians as we try to understand the depths of God's love for us. Wow, wow. You know, even as we sit on this set, I'm reminded of the living waters. You know, the living waters that he has, and that's what I think we're in right now. Wow. We're in his living waters, living and active and going deeper. Yeah, we want to plunge into your spirit, Father yes, God. Yes. The things of the world eventually get old, but yes. God's spirit, as I've said so many times, it's always fresh, it's yes. always new. There's an adventure for us in God. Praise God. Oh, we just, we just call forth, oh viewers, just set your heart, set your heart now. Be ready to dive in with the Spirit of God and go deeper and receive the fullness of His teachings in this program. Now today, we're going to be continuing our study in the book of Colossians, chapter 1, where we're examining, beloved ones, Paul's apostolic prayer. We've been here for weeks, but I want you to know, sometimes people, as I've said on previous broadcasts, they read over the scriptures quickly, but oftentimes it's by really looking at the nuances of the text that deep revelation continues to unfold into our lives. I want you to visit with me now to the 10th verse of Colossians chapter 1, where I left off last time. Paul's in the midst of the prayer here. You need to get the entire series because there's a lot of depth and revelation here. But in verse number 10, picking up from the last episode, we read this. Paul prays that we would walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please Him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Father God, we ask you to release revelation and strength into our lives. I want to focus now once again on this concept of bearing fruit in every good work. Here's where I want to go. Oftentimes, we're kind of just looking to God for what He's going to do. We're waiting for miracles to happen. And sometimes we don't grasp the power that we have to influence the atmosphere and to bear good works. In other words, we're waiting for God to do something, but we sometimes don't realize that God has given us the power to do something by His Spirit to affect change and to make things happen. Let me give you an example of this. What about when we come to worship together? Did you ever notice that if you're in a congregation where there's a lot of people that love the Lord, as the worship service starts, as people begin to lift their voice, maybe raise their hands, as they begin to sing to the Lord from their heart, all of a sudden the atmosphere in the congregation changes. What made the change happen? What made the change happen, beloved, was the people that are there exercise their spirit, and when they exercise the spirit, the anointing showed up. We have the power to influence Earth's atmosphere. Once again, Paul says, I'm praying that you would have wisdom and understanding. He's going to tell us in a second that he's praying for us to be strengthened, that we'd be able, listen now, to please the Lord and bear good fruit. We are the ones that please the Lord. We are the ones that bear good fruit. Listen to me. 
You're alive. You're a spiritual being. You're a spiritual man. You're a spiritual woman. You're alive, and you have the power to influence the spiritual atmosphere wherever you go and bear good works. Listen, good works are not just doing tangible things. They're not just feeding the poor. They're not just, you know, doing a favor for a neighbor. Spiritual works also involve influencing the world around you with your spirit, creating love, joy, peace, bringing the spirit of counsel where you go. You're alive. We are, we are spiritual, beloved. We are spiritual men and women, spiritual children with a fleshly body. These bodies are going to one day pass away, but our spiritual man will live on. So when we think about bearing good works, as Paul is praying here, I want you to think about the fact that good works come from the Spirit. They are produced by the Spirit, and you have God's Spirit. You've got the power to say yes. You've got the power to say no. You've got the power to act. You've got the power to influence the spirit world wherever you go. You can part the darkness. You can release a blessing. You can release healing. You can release strength. You can release joy. Or somebody, conversely, can release accusation. They can release hatred. They can speak words of destruction. We have a lot of power. God has given humankind power to influence the earth. When God created man, he told Adam to take authority and to have dominion over the earth. Well, beloved, we are here today, born again from the second Adam, and we have the authority to dominate the earth. And we can do it either for good or for bad. You have power and you have to make a choice. A lot of you don't realize the power that you have. You've got the power to influence the attitude of your child. You've got the power to influence the attitude of your friends. Your presence produces fruit, either good fruit or bad fruit. Jesus said you'll know them by their fruit. So let's look again. Paul says he's praying that we would walk in verse 10 in a manner worthy of the Lord. So we're always focused on it's not just about us. Is the way I'm acting, is the way I'm thinking, are the words I'm saying, is the attitude I have, is it worthy of the Lord? And let me say this, when we think about walking worthy to the Lord, once again in verse number 10, Paul is praying that you would walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. One of the ways, beloved, that we walk in a manner worthy of the Lord is by having a thankful, a grateful, and a rejoicing spirit. God wants us to walk through life thankful, happy, and rejoicing. If you ask me who, how I'm doing today, I'm going to tell you I'm happy, healthy, and holy. That's my confession. I'm happy, healthy, and holy. If we're going to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, as Paul is praying for us here in verse number 10, then we're going to have to walk in a manner that we're rejoicing and we're happy in the Lord. Now, I know that we go through battles. I know we go through tough times, but we have a choice. When tough things happen, when we're in tough situations, by faith, by faith, we can still give God thanks Say, Father, thank you. I believe that you're with me. I believe that you're doing something good with this. It might be a challenge, but Father, I choose to love you and I choose to be grateful and I choose to believe that you're doing something good in my life right now. Father, I'm happy in you. Even though this is hard, I'm happy in you, in Yeshua's name. This is so important. Do you know, God oftentimes we see gets upset with people when he blesses them 
and they don't respond to them by being thankful. So just a, a, little, a little application there. In, in, the, in, the, in the Torah, we see that the Lord was upset with Israel because they did not rejoice for all the good things he had done for them. We don't want the Lord to stop doing good things for us because we don't rejoice when he does. So let's be conscious of this. Let's walk in awareness and let's, God, let's, let's count our blessings daily and thank, thank God for them, not taking them for granted. You know, let's be mindful when you're eating, for example. You're eating food. And, and, and I know that some of us, you know, we, we, the, the food's on the table, we just gulp it down while we ate. You know, it's done. But other people are able to just be at peace when they're eating. They're relaxed. They take their time. And every bite they taste. And I want you to be conscious of, we're talking about walking in a manner worthy of the Lord. It's the Lord that gave you and I, beloved one, the capacity to experience pleasure when we're eating food. So I want to encourage you, slow down when you're eating and just take your time. Be aware of God's presence. Be aware of, of yourself. And when you taste the, the, the great food, you know, whatever it is that you're eating, that you enjoy eating, recognize that the fact that you're tasting, this is God's gift to you. This is God's divine intelligence built in your body. It's a spiritual gift to you to be able to have joy, to take pleasure from what you're eating. So once again, let's be mindful and take count of our blessings. Let's slow down. Let's be aware and let's walk in an attitude of thanksgiving. Whenever we come to Africa, wherever we go, Father's always shown us favor. Wherever we stayed, whatever hotel we've been at, Father has always opened up doors and given us favor to be able to be a blessing to the people and the hotels and the restaurants and every place else we've been. But Father, that you would lead her from glory to glory and uh, grace to grace. We just speak a super... I met Robin when he came to my working place. He really blessed me. The moment I saw, uh, I saw him, I feel blessed. I received Jesus as my own, own, only Savior and my God. And I, it changed my life in, in so many ways. Ruth was our waitress here at the hotel we were staying at. And uh, lo and behold, we're about 30 minutes from where we actually preached on the grounds. But she came up to us. She asked if she could come. She got a ride down there. She prayed to receive the Lord. I just feel that God is in within me. Yeah. God really works. He's a miraculous God. He's a living God. He's my savior, my personal savior. As Ruth has just declared her faith in you, Father, as you blessed her because of your love for her, we just speak a supernatural transformation, Father God, over Ruth tonight. Father God, pour out your spirit, complete in her what you've begun in her. Is the Lord leading you to help Rabbi Schneider around the world? From teaching pastors and evangelism to large crowds in Africa, South America, the Caribbean and more, to preaching and ministering to God's chosen people in Israel, and a dynamic television ministry, Discovering the Jewish Jesus is reaching the world for Christ. 
With your support, you'll help send Rabbi to deliver the truth of God's Word to people who may never hear unless you send him. Visit DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com or call 800-777-7835 to confirm your part in helping Rabbi build up believers in their faith and change lives all over the world. So, continuing again, Paul says that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. And he says this, to please Him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. We're going to move on today. Verse 11, strengthened with all power according to His glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness, patience, joyously. So I want you to consider this. We've talked before as uh, we've gone through other apostolic prayers about being strengthened with His glorious power. We want to be strengthened with the same spirit by the same might that raised King Jesus from the dead. Jesus was lifted up out of the grave, ascended to heaven, conquered every power of darkness in the spiritual stratosphere. He sits now at the right hand of God, reigning over everything. And Paul is now praying that we would be strengthened by that same power. You see, there's nothing that you can't conquer. There's nothing that you can't get through. There's nothing that you won't overcome because you're being strengthened by the spirit that is unlimited eternal life. The spirit that you and I have, beloved, is unconquerable. The spirit that we have is unending, unlimited, all-powerful, created life that keeps on going. That's the gift that God's given us. There should be nothing that conquers us. We might have challenges. We might come against a wall. But eventually, we're going to get through, we're going to get over, and we're going to keep on keeping on because we're born of God. We're born from above. We have unconquerable light within us. And so Paul prays that we'd be strengthened by this spirit, this spirit that makes us complete. In Jesus, you've been made complete. Now, what's the fruit, Paul says here, of being strengthened by the spirit? Look what he says. I like this. He says that you would be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for the attaining, listen now, for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience. I want you to get this. Because a lot of times when we think of power, you know, we're just thinking of these big, you know, explosive types of demonstrations of power. We're looking for the spectacular. But notice here, Paul also includes in the realm of being strengthened with power that the fruit in our life will become steadfastness and patience. In other words, when you're girded with divine might, when you and I have been strengthened sufficiently with God's power, the fruit of that is that we will be steadfast and have patience. That's power to stay on course, to have a sound mind. Because remember, Paul began to pray in this prayer back in the ninth verse that we'd have wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of God. These are characteristics in the mind and that this this, this revelation that has brought us maturity in the mind through the strengthening of the Spirit will produce within us, listen now, 
steadfastness and patience. We're not going to be pushed off course by every trial that we face. We're not going to be taken over by every sudden new obstacle that presents itself to us. We're going to have a steadfastness. Church, we're going to be grounded. The roots of our faith are going to be anchored in the soil of King Yeshua. And we're going to walk in a power that parts the sea. Paul prays that you would be strengthened with all steadfastness and patience. It's interesting the, the way that we're all wired so differently. I, I personally believe that some of those that go through the biggest challenges controlling their tempers, controlling their feelings, it's because God has such a great call on your life. In other words, the more you have to overcome, when you overcome it, the sweeter and the greater your victory is. For example, myself, I have tremendous struggle in my life for years, for years since I've been 18 years old. Things I have to deal with in the spirit world, controlling my energy, controlling my feelings, all the things that I have to overcome. And I think that God has me in such an intense crucible of having to overcome all the powers of the air because of the fact that he needs me to be strong for you, the church. And the way he makes me strong is by having me overcome tremendous mountains. And so if you're someone that's listening right now, and you've got a lot of battles in your life, you've got just, you're controlling your feelings, you're controlling your temper, you're just navigating all types of challenges, understand that this can be God's gift for you because as you overcome these things, you're going to be made strong. Because remember, Paul said, God's power is produced in our weakness. Paul said, I would have you know, brethren, that I'm burdened excessively beyond strength so that I despair even of life. But this happens to me that I would learn to trust in God that raises the dead. And he also said that when a messenger of Satan came to buffet him when he prayed to the Lord to take it away, God said, no, Paul, I'm not going to take it away because my power is going to be made perfect in your weakness. So I'm challenging you today. Cling to God. Be steadfast. Have patience. Continue to put one foot in front of the other. Some of you right now, the Lord just showed me you're struggling because your children are just really frustrating you. I see a, a mother here with young kids, maybe more than one, maybe a couple young ones in the home, and just keeping track of them, the two-year-old that's getting into everything, running all over the home. Maybe you're a grandmother, and then you've got another child that maybe uh, is challenging you in a different way, and you, you feel like pulling your hair out. As you cling to God, as you cling to God, as you fight to be steadfast, as you fight to overcome your emotions of frustration by being patient, I'm telling you what, the fruit of the Holy Spirit is being produced in your heart and there's going to be a harvest that's going to be so beautiful and so rich and so much more than it would have been if your life would have just been easy. So, beloved, let's believe God today. Let's choose to give God thanks at every time and in every place, regardless of what we're going through, knowing that he causes all things to work for good to those that love him and are called according to his purpose. I want you to know today, beloved, God's got a purpose for your life that's greater 
than you could have ever imagined. Just keep on keeping on. I love you today. Wow, are you feeling weakness? Are you feeling like you're struggling? There's things that are just feeling out of control in your life. You know, Rabbi, I believe that was a prophetic word you had that you saw as you were ministering, mm -hmm. you saw the, this woman that was just at her limit, just wrung out from the stress of trying to be perfect, trying to be the perfect mom, trying to carry it all. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I just love to minister right now mm -hmm. to, the, to the moms. Right mm -hmm. now, Father God, I just thank you that in our weakness, every one of us, every one of us mothers, are so imperfect, we cannot be perfect, but you are perfect. And so I thank you that even right now, these women can take all of their cares, all their burdens, their children, and they can lay them there at your feet, Lord. And you transform all of this into your glory. You take what Satan's meant for evil and you transform it into your glory. Right now, the Lord just speaks into you strength, strength, mercy, and grace. He says, mercy and grace for you today. He says, I carry the burden. I make things perfect, and you can rest in me. Just rest your cares. Rabbis preached on this before about giving the wheel to the Father, giving the wheel to the Lord. And so right now, we just give the wheel to you, Lord Jesus, to you, Father God. You take the wheel of these families. You, you know, what I wheel. saw, honey, was I saw a, a woman and she had like uh, two children. Mm -hmm. And uh, I couldn't see completely clearly, but I saw that one of them looked probably to be like one or two years old and was just, you know, all over the home. And she's trying to keep up with this little one that's crawling around. Yeah. And then she had another one that wasn't that much older, a mm. couple years older maybe. And this one was also running over the house. So she was trying to keep up taking care of both children right. at the same time. And she was alone in the home. No one was helping her. And she just was wrung out. Wow. So I just want to speak life to those of you right now that are raising small children in your home. Amen. You feel like you're alone right now, you're, you're giving out your energy, you're giving out, giving out, pouring out, and you're just feeling wrung out. I want you to know God sees you, mm -hmm. He's gonna help you, and He's gonna strengthen you, but He needs you to look to Him for the strength. So Father, right now in Yeshua's name, I say Baruch Hashem, I say bless the name of the Lord, and I release life, Father God, over these moms right now that are raising small children in their home. Father, thank you for the gift of children. And Father, I ask you to strengthen these moms right now from the inside out. Father, I ask you to strengthen them physically, yes. and I ask you to strengthen them even at a deeper level in their heart and their mind and their spirit. Yes. Father, I pray that you would break in to these moms' lives right now, whom this is meant for, yes. to bring in courage encouragement, to bring joy, to bring hope, and Father, that they'd be able to see in a fresh way how beautiful their children are mm. and what a gift their children are from you. Yes. Father, I bless them right now, and I pray, God, that they would feel your presence with them from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet, and I speak over everybody today, whether you're a mom or not, I love you and shalom. We've been talking a lot from the book of Colossians about having a spirit of wisdom and understanding. The Bible tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And when I think about fearing God, 
One of the areas that strikes me is, am I willing to honor the Lord with my finances? Now, I know some are probably objecting. Well, as believers, we don't have to fear the Lord. I'm talking about having a holy reverence for God and treating Him as holy. When we treat God as holy in our life, we're going to put Him first in our finances. Beloved, I just want to ask you, if you believe that I'm authentic, that this ministry is authentic, that it's helping you, I want to ask you to open your heart to the Holy Spirit and allow Him to speak to you regarding sowing a financial gift into this ministry so that we can continue to do the work that God's calling us to do. When you sow your financial gifts into discovering the Jewish Jesus, you're going to reap a reward from all the fruit that this ministry is gaining. Thank you and shalom. Here's how you can partner with us. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Donate online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword RABBI to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have been faithful to the Lord with our finances while living. For those of you who like to remember the Lord in your finances when you go to heaven, click Will and Estate Gifts at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm on the Mount of Olives and I want to close the broadcast today by speaking the blessing that Father God said should be spoken over his people. In the book of Numbers chapter 6, the Lord told Moses and Aaron, speak these words over my people and I will place my name upon them and bless them. Yavarech Vaishmarecha Yair Yahweh Panavelecha Vihunecha Yisayahweh Panavelecha Veasem Shalom. May Father God, Yahweh, the God of Israel, bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord your Father lift you up by his countenance. And Father God is going to continue, as beloved child, to give you His peace. Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. 
Let our prayer team pray for you. Send us your prayer request today by visiting our website or writing to the address on the screen. Our prayer team lifts up every individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. At the same time, pray also for us, that God may open to us a door for the Word to declare the mystery of Messiah, discovering the Jewish Jesus, reaching Israel and the world. God wants to share more of His wisdom with you. Rabbi concludes his message on the book of Colossians and shares how to open your spirit to receive more from God.